Welcome to the Mama Duo Collective by my mom, Maria Madawin. Welcome, ladies. You've come to the right place to leave with some inspiration. Okay, well, first, thank you, Adrian, for joining uh, my interview. I'm honored to have you. Thank you for as, the invitation. <laughs> as one of my... Um, interviewees this month. So today we have Adrian McClanahan, who is mom to 18-year-old DJ. She currently works full-time as an information system security analyst and runs a website design business called Chic Diva Geek and is founder of the Flash Tech Summit, a space that she created for kids to come and learn about the diverse fields of work in information technology. Um, so all of that, Adrian. I just have to give you huge claps because, like, that's amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank. Um, I feel like you have done like a full circle. Like you do this as like your full time job, and then you've also found time to like create like your own business and then give back to the community. It's it's pretty cool. Thank you, Monte. I really do enjoy tech, though, and that's not a requirement. Like you'll you'll see, like there that is a up and down argument on Twitter. Like you have to love tech to work in it. No, you don't. I, I, I do though. I was like, so clearly like, cause I do it outside of my day job. I was like, I right. do, it's not a requirement to be in tech, but I, I just happen to enjoy it the whole lot. Love it. You have to. Yeah. And then, then it's just really cool to see it. Like just kind of like go into the community and just spill over into other ways because usually most people right even as a mom as a working mom like we go to work and then we have to come home and like be a mom and a wife or whatever else other roles we might hold yeah we wear a lot of hats like so yeah so many hats (laughs) so many hats so it's just like for you to be able to really enjoy your job and then also find time to dive into other creative passions and pursue them and actually like you're not even pursuing them you're doing them and expanding on them which it's it's pretty cool um so I just want to want to learn a little more about like your journey how you started with your company because you've been with your company um so far for 15 years right yep I've been at the same company for 15 wow (laughs) (laughs) so how do you say it out loud it's like wow really yeah I mean that means you really enjoy it like there it's a good it's a very good place to work and what I tell people like it it's it's a nonprofit. it's the work culture though right like of course nonprofits they don't but this environment and I haven't been in the same position for 15 years let's be clear right yeah yeah. (laughs) and that's what I kind of want to talk about like your journey like how how you started at the company and then like you know any tips or things so how you like worked your way up into the company? So I always, so when I first got started there, I was at the help desk. I was at another case work for a copier company. Like that was my first big break post-graduating school into tech. I was, uh, it was called technology information application specialist. It sounds real fancy, right? But I was <laughs> going around showing people how to use copy machines. The big, the big multifunction ones, I was teaching people how to use it properly. That's it. Okay. But Again, the title, I was in tech, like that's, you know, it helped. I was like, okay, I got a job. I got it, you know, this is working, but I was like, this isn't tech tech. This isn't hands-on tech. So I just kept applying while I was working there. And I got a call back from my current company to come, you know, do an interview. 
I interviewed, uh, I think twice, and he was like, okay, I want to bring you in, but they bring you in under temp to hire. So, you know, through a, what is it? What's the room for? Is it temp agency? I don't think that's what they called it, but that's what it was. Like I got paid through the, the hiring agency. So I wasn't an official employee. Like that's how they trial people. Like if you don't work out, hey, no paperwork on our side, just don't send them back. And I trialed, I was working like two and a half months and they were like, okay, we're going to keep you. I was like, oh, whew. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was really good. Cause I, that was my first real job where I got to, you know, really touch computers, do user support. So I felt like my skills from my degree were actually being used. Cause I was like, I'm not sure again, teaching cop- coffee machines was not it. They were a good company too, though, but it was just cop- the work wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. Right. So I started there. I was at the help desk for six years. And with the help desk, of course, you get to do a lot of FaceTime with the users. You're helping them with their computers. So you're talking, you're engaging with people all the time. And then I was also very, anytime there was an opportunity to volunteer for anything extra that was outside of my day-to-day, I did. I was like, I wanted to learn. I used that as an opportunity to learn about what else we had going on tech-wise in our company and also to get FaceTime with other departments in the IT department, other groups. And so they were like, oh, like, you know, she's great. Like, cause people, if you never come out of the help desk, they don't know who you are. They may know your name on email or phone through phone calls. But I was like, I said, I needed to learn more. And the only way you can clearly learn more is if you're either leaning over someone's shoulder, if they allow you, of course, you know, yeah. or volunteering someone when there was overtime projects or anything like that. And they just needed extra hands. I was there. Like that was my chance to learn and see what the other side was doing. We, you know, we call other, you know, there's help desk and there's like operations, the back end people. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn what they're doing. So I was all, always volunteering. And of course, being at the time, you know, single mom, I was like, this is extra money too. So like I'm learning and I'm bringing yeah, and extra money. Extra money. Yeah. So I was always volunteering, but I also made sure I, I did my job very well. I documented very well. So that way at the end of the year and we're doing appraisals and things like that, you know, the people above me are noticing. And it's also good to, you know, ask people for advice. Like I I would randomly pick managers' brains, not in a bad, like an annoying way, just like, hey, I have a question. Do you have some time to chat? And that, you know, they're like, oh, she wants to do more. That that shows that you want to do more. Even of course, you know, they're not letting you, but of course also doing your job well helps. They're not going to recommend you for anything (laughs) if you're not currently doing good at the job you have. And I was fortunate to leave the help desk to go to our data center, our our director, she retired. The year she retired, she was advocating for me. She was an older white lady. Her name was Sue, I miss her. She really championed, her and my manager, direct manager both championed me to go for that role. And then they pushed once I applied. They're like, she's really good. And I had kind of hit a ceiling. They were like, she's kind of bored here and there's nowhere else for her to go because no one else in management or middle management on that and was leaving. They're like, she she can do this. She can do the work. There's like, she can learn. And that was, you know, my next step. I was at the data center for six, seven years too. (laughs) And I learned the back end. I was like, I wanted to learn about the servers. Like, so again, I was whatever they told me to do, okay, I'm all over it and I'm learning and I'm wanting to do more. I'm like, hey, you guys doing another project? Hey, I can help with that. And just, again, putting yourself out there and volunteering for the opportunity. I'm not saying let people, you know, use you for everything, but use it if it's an opportunity to learn and get FaceTime with other departments. Because again, that's the only way you learn what they're doing by working with them in some capacity. And then I made it very clear before I got into cyber that I was like, this is what I want to do. I told my current boss, he was very aware. Mm-hmm. That, that was the move I wanted to make. So I was, I wasn't rude about it. I was just like, these are the things I want to do. This is where I see my career going. 
I was like, I, I'm good at my job here because he was, you know, didn't want me to leave, <laughs> um, yeah. but he understood. I was like, I don't want to get bored or I was like, I'm good at my job. I was like, I can do it with my eyes closed. I was like, I don't want to just start, you know, I don't want to be in a rut. I was like, I'm really excited about learning the cyber stuff and still staying at the academies because again, the work-life balance unmatched. Like people understand that people have families. It's never an issue when I have to, you know, well, back then when DJ was younger, if I had to, you know, leave early to go get him or when I was helping, you know, take care of my mom, hey, I need to go to the hospital. They were very, it was, okay, go, bye. There was never any, hey, is this not, never. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've never had to fight with them about me being a parent or showing up for anyone in my family. Like I've never gotten any flack about it. They've been so supportive. So that's probably, that's absolutely probably the thing that keeps me. Cause like I, every job isn't like that. No, they're just absolutely not. not. Especially in the private field mm-hmm. or, or like even nonprofits, because, you know, I, everyone that I know usually complains about having to work over 40 hours a week. Nope. I, was, I mean, sometimes we do, but it's never in a like, oh my gosh, exhausting way. Right. Um, data center work does require you to work a lot of overtime hours because we can't do things. You can't do things that affect the company during the day, right? During business hours. So that sometimes, you know, was a thing. But again, still like they they understood like if we worked really, really late, it was like take tomorrow. Like we don't need you during the day tomorrow. You know, it, like they they get it. They really do like lots of them have kids or they had kids like their kids are grown now but still they get it like hey yeah i remember that you know picking kids up from school and like they get it like dj was sick when he was six years old i was out in the hospital with him for over a month and wow. i didn't miss a paycheck i didn't miss a thing people were going out of their way to check on me and my son they were sending him gifts That's they beautiful. had their kids right they had their kids people that I hadn't even met in the department were had their kids drawing him cards and i thought it was Aww. the sweetest thing ever i was just like oh like they they're amazing it's a great group of people i work with a great company i work for i love that i love that so it it really sounds like the highlights for you kind of growing in the company were volunteering outside projects and just Mm -hmm. making sure that you were doing your assignments and your work top-notch quality work and then picking leadership brains and letting them know like hey I'm interested Mm -hmm. if they don't know what you're interested in they're not going to know you know if something comes across their plate they they have to recommend one of their employees to do it or say I don't know anybody that would want to like you have to make make your your goals known, not just in, of course, clearly in your employee, you know, evaluations, definitely make them known there. Yes. But talk to your bosses, communicate with them, let them know what you want to do, what your goals are. They're not mind readers. It's like they're, they want to talk to usually. It's just, yeah. And just like I said, putting yourself out there, volunteering. And again, it's always who, you know, like you, you do need to make good impressions upon management in the company because somebody's got to sign off on it and be okay with it yeah they're like, eh, no I haven't had good interactions with her or him or whoever they're like mm. so it is a lot of who you know because I don't think if, if I hadn't made such a good impression on that director I don't know that I'd ever got out the help desk wow so yeah that's good that's great advice I and I also love that you did not let the job kind of take you where they wanted to take you or like leave you in that space. You were very proactive and you kind of said like, this is what I want to do. I love this job. I like working here, you know, help me get here. So that, that's- that, that took a lot. Cause I'm not, 
I advocate for myself, but I'm not loud. So right. that's something I had to grow into. And again, not in a loud, obnoxious way, but just being clear mm-hmm. about what I wanted to do. Cause you know, sometimes you're like, oh, well, if I, you know, just, I, if I just stay quiet, I was like, yeah, no one's going to know what you want. If you stay quiet. You yeah. Stay. I always, I always said, my mom always told me it closed mouths don't get fed. So, and not. I know that's a, that's a, such a cliche, uh, but it's the truth. It's the absolute truth. I literally live by that now every day. I'm like, oh, I don't want to ask. I don't want to be the problem maker or mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, I guess it's all how you ask as well, right? Like, yeah, how you ask. Like yeah. you don't have to be rude in any of the communication or, you know, overbearing or like brash, like, but just, you know, like, hey, these are my goals. Because again, even in the, if if the only time you ever bring it up is in your like evaluation, that's fine too, but just make it clear. Because yeah. they leave all those open fields or, hey, do you want to talk about stuff? And people are always like, no, I'm gonna sign it. I'm gonna go, okay. <laughs> I was like, if you don't say anything, they don't know. Right. Okay. They're like, oh, right. They're like, they're happy here. Yeah. And they're like, they rather you not open your mouth because it's easier mm-hmm. for you to, you know, for them to keep just pushing you down or pushing your paperwork down and calling it a day. So pretty much they're like, all right, well, they're good where they're at. I, yeah. I was like, you just have to communicating, advocating for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, and then I also love that, you know, the job is super supportive and has like supported you with DJ a certain time. How long were you a single mom? Um, I met my husband when DJ was nine. And of course I was like, I dated them, but again, no one took, you know, I didn't have anyone taking on that role. Right. But yeah, no. So I, up until like DJ was nine, it was, it was just me and him. And so there were some days, Hey, there's a random day out of school or the kids are getting out early never got any fun. Hey, I have to leave to go pick him up early. That's fine. You know, yeah. I was just like, you could. And then the, yeah, that part, cause that would stress me out. <laughs> it's like, where am I, where is he going? Who's going to get him? I have to go get him. There's no one else to go get him. Yeah. And, and I always it's... worry how that reflected, but they never, they've never made me feel any type of ways about having, you know, to go take care of my son. Yeah. That's good. I love that you like that you were able to prioritize him in the in yeah. the job in the career as well um do you think that I I guess it I was going to ask like if you thought you know if you faced any challenges with DJ and working but I mean it's juggling weird. it is always interesting like they yeah. never again it's been easier for the company I work with absolutely right. um I think some of it's probably in my head like I would feel bad like you know mm-hmm. everyone else is at work all the time they have help Adrian <laughs> they yeah um, I think leaning into like outside studying and stuff like it, it's harder with a kid because like I don't like I try to leave work at work like once like I don't I didn't have a choice for a while like I can't I don't have time to do any of this at home yeah none of it. and a lot of you know I think until I got to the data center none of it was allowed to be remote anyway so like I had to leave it there but yeah I mean just trying to balance it all it was always a, a challenge it was like okay I have to pick him up from school it's like you know he needs to go to before and aftercare like he had to go to like the earliest drop-off possible because <laughs> I used to work in Tyson's and like so he was the first kid in the door and usually the last one to leave too because again I was coming from Tyson's yeah so it's traffic I was like I was always stuck in traffic like and it got like DJ knew my phone number so like every once in a while if I was running late he would call hey are you okay are you on <laughs> Hey, look, are you on your way still? It's like, yes, I'm still stuck in traffic, sweetie. I'm sorry. Those, so, are, those are the old days, right? At least for most of the people now that work from home. Yeah. Th- whew, I was like, that would have helped tenfold when he was younger. So like, many people. But yeah, like, but that was also, 
maybe when he was like, well, it was like eight, nine, it was like 10 years ago, like they weren't even remote thing. Remote work was a real scarce thing. Like it wasn't normal. It wasn't yeah. standard in a lot of companies. Like I think maybe like higher up directors, they had laptops, they would work maybe. And that wasn't all the time. That was mm-hmm. if they were traveling or every once in a while, now it's the norm. I was just like, this would have been extremely helpful when he was younger. <laughs> Yeah. To be able to have this level of flexibility. Again, they didn't give me, you know, any grief. They were great, but wow. I was like, this would have been way easier. Girl, so much easier. And I'm just so thankful now, you know, with me yes. and my job that I'm able to do this from home because I don't know about how it was back then, but just trying to sign up a, a child for before and after care today, these days, it's like, you gotta, we have wait lists now. Right. (laughs) And I didn't have that because DJ went to a charter school. So we didn't have like, there was always space. But again, like I said, so even when you did like one, it was costing me extra money because then he was there extra. Like, so there was no, I was like, I was like, my budget is like, you know, at the seams most of the time. Cause again, he has to go because I have to go to work. I was like, he can't not go to aftercare because you're still at work. Like, so there, that, that was a consistent line item in my budget forever. And then, during the summer, same thing. Like I would have to squeeze my hours sometimes, you know, summer camps, like, no, their hours are their hours. You late, mm-hmm. then you're paying extra money. <laughs> They're like, look, you can't drop them off early and you can't be late. So like summer was always fun. It was like, Hey, you guys, I have to leave promptly at this time. I have to Take go. Out. That um, is, I, I, I really like that. I'm so happy that you had that Adrian, because I know I work from home right now. So I'm, you know, it's super flexible for me to step in and step out and then come back to my work. But like, I would not have no an idea of how I would be able to do that if I was at, if we had to go into the office every day. Like I, I like you, I would be out all the time. Like, hey, I have to leave at this hour. Right. Um, and it's just, it's not all companies. I would hope that the pandemic well, has taught people or managers or leadership to be more. Cause I'm like, people have lives. People have kids. They're just, yeah. if the work's getting done, I don't see the problem. Yeah, I agree. Is your work done? Can you make the meetings? Okay, then you got to juggle it. Like let people juggle like work-life balance. Like I hope they, I know a lot of people are back in the office to some degree now. Yeah. So it's like, but I think companies are seeing like you have to let people find some balance. They work better that way. Honestly, like people work better when they're not stressed. Like they know, hey, you know what? I can squeeze this in. It's like they they just, they're more productive employees. Really 100%. Are. Yeah, 100%. So I want to dive into your um, website design business, Chic Diva Geek. I know that it's, you said it started off as a blog. So yeah, just walk me through like when you decided to start blogging, why um, just the preliminary basis and how you came, how, how it developed into a business. Okay. Um, ooh, it started as a blog because again, I like technology. So it was right. just like, I just wanted to share my thoughts, my music, like, oh, there's a new video, like, cause I'm really a nerd. I don't have time to play video games anymore, <laughs> but I love them. Like we have a switch and it's mine. It's not DJs, it's mine. <laughs> um, like I, I enjoyed it. I was like, so I would share stuff about that or like the latest phones. Like, and I was just like, I just want to share it. I was like, I said, you know, of course in the back of my mind, I was like, people have been monetizing blogs. Maybe I can do that too. And again, it was just something that let me hold onto a part that was just me and not someone's mom at the time too mm-hmm. so that that it gave me another outlet and again I could do it from my house because clearly you know finding a sitter all that stuff like or going like it, it was easy for me so I was like I started there it was something I kind of I was on blogger initially 
Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna take it a little more seriously. Let me migrate to a yeah, switch to WordPress. I was like, all right, we're gonna keep, you know, writing. And I kept sharing posts and sharing on Facebook family. Hopefully people read it. And then someone asked me, you know, hey, can I I need to just kind of help, I need some help with my site agent. And I was like, okay, well, I think I, I think I can do it. <laughs> I was like, it, I'm gonna go back there and look around. And I did she's mm-hmm. like, I love it. And I was just like, oh, I was like, okay. I was like, maybe this can be the other side of my business. Like if I, you know, because I'm self-taught, I was like, I said, if I, you know, figure this out, I was like, I can help other people with their websites. So I was like, and then like someone else referred me. And then I was like, I built another. Then it was like, hey, can you help me tweak this? I helped them. I was like, I was like, this can be a legit business. I was like, so, okay. I added it as an official service. And I started telling people, hey, you know, I, you know, I do website design. And of course, if I've seen anybody talk about it, I'm like, hey, I can help with that. And it kind of started from there. I don't, think I got intentional about marketing and for like a year or two because I was like building my portfolio and wasn't fully confident in my skill set yet so I was like I'm still learning so I didn't want to make it a thing thing like advertise for it so I was kind of working through word of mouth for a good year and then the people that I worked with would not let me not tell people (laughs) and I'm grateful for them they're like um you need to tell people and show people and you know, Nikki and someone are very much two of those people. They're like, look, that's beautiful. They're like, say something. And they're like, and of course they're very loud about change that price. She's like, I don't like that number. Agent. No, <laughs> she's like, please don't show anyone else that number ever again. So having people in your corner that, you know, again, that they is- don't let us call things little ever. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a big thing. It's a big deal. So that definitely helped, you know, make me feel more confident and step into it more officially as a business and being around other business owners. I'm like, they're taking their stuff seriously. You're helping them take their stuff seriously. Why aren't you taking yours seriously? And it just kind of grew. And, and again, word from word of mouth, I, I get a lot of referrals. And then every once in a while, like I, I post my work. So I don't ever just, yeah. I don't think it's, I think it's rare that I just find out say, hey, I do websites, but I was like, I always, I try to make sure I post my work. I have recently was told, you don't do before and afters. I was like, I don't, I just show you the after. I'd never show you what I was working with when I first got a hold of their site. So I'm going to try to make sure I do that too now. So I was like, I need to capture what it looked like before, what I do after. But yeah, it, it's something I can still do from home. It still allows me, you know, flexibility. I don't have to sit down and meet in person oftentimes to do these things with people and help them. And I enjoy it. It's like, it's like a creative outlet because the side of IT I work in, actually every side of IT I've worked in so far, it's not very, it's not pretty. It's not very creative. There's no room for razzle dazzle (laughs) at all. So this is like my creative outlet. I love that. And I also love that you said like at the beginning that it was, you started your blog as something to like have another outlet and let, allow yourself to just, dive into something differently other than the identity of a mom right and so you you need to hold on to a piece of you yes it's so important and and that's why when people ask like why do you work out so much or you know you don't need to work out it's just like that's that's my like that's my outlet yeah that's your you time yeah that's my my, that me time but and and it's funny because like you were blogging and stuff and trying to figure out how to monetize it because you heard other people trying to that were monetizing their yeah. blog. I'm like oh um, you make money doing this let me share my thoughts on yeah. something that I love because I wasn't going to try to be the people that talk about hey these are the things I'm decorating my house like I I am 
I enjoy reading those things because I like to, you know, oh, let me try this in my house. I was like, but that's not me. I was like, I'm not into that enough to share my thoughts on it with anybody. I'm looking for their thoughts because I'm trying to, you know, reorganize my kitchen or my house or looking for like decorative things and mom life hacks. I was like, that's not me, but I enjoy reading them. So I'm, I'm their audience, but I was like, I couldn't make it mine. I was like, it needed to be something that I was actually interested in. Right. That's good. So, and it sounds like you surrounded yourself by, you know, a supportive group, Simone, Nikki and Simona. Having Um, a village is top tier and key. Like you want to get around like-minded people that are doing, you know, not necessarily the exact same thing you're doing, but they're pursuing their passions. Yeah. You want, you want those people around you. And again, happy mom as they are like, makes you a better mom like having outlet because these kids gonna leave clearly mine I think about that all the time I'm like I love my son so much but like one day he's gonna be gone and I hope I'm gonna be a lucky mom if he calls me at least once a week (laughs) right I was like they like they're gonna leave and have their own life like even when they as they get older like they start having they're outside of you like they're like yes they have sports and they they need you to shuttle them everywhere but when they're at the game, they're worried about their friends or you know, like they are developing their own lives. So it's important. And actually your kids seeing that is that, impactful to them too. They're like, oh, like my mom's like, they're never like, they should see you living a life too outside of them. Yes. I, li- I like that point. I like, I like that you brought that up too. Cause I do, I am the same way. Like, I'm like, okay, I want my son to see this. I want my son to know that there's like it's okay to pursue passions and like it's not even that it's okay to pursue passions you should pursue what you're yeah. about right Absolutely. I think like old school thinking or old school parenting is you know go to school get good grades and apply to college and mm-hmm. go to college and then get a good job yeah which is it's great and it's it's a good framework to live by but a lot of people do that and they don't even like, I'm not even doing anything that I went to college for. Right. But you can um, still, I think the college experience, again, I didn't have the traditional one at all. Like, I feel like it's, it still helps you grow up. Yes, of course. It helps you grow up. You know, you have to leave home. Yeah. Like you're, you're making decisions good or bad, you know, on your own. Yeah. I agree with that. And, and I guess my, I guess my, my, what, where I was trying to go with that is like, no one really like, that's all that's drilled in your head. No, like, at least in my experience, my parents weren't the type that were like, oh, well, what do you like to do? And, you know, what, what can we help you with? Like, or what can we like feed your skill sets with? Like I am finding this out on my own and I'm, I'm finally feeling okay at 34 to like pursue, like, my interests, which are like wellness and fitness and coaching and stuff like that. And so, but I think that's, that's a generational thing. Like they, yeah, of course, that's the, 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 the mindset that they had, cause that's what they saw as the, the successful that's child or successful person, your child's supposed to graduate and go to college or, yep. or my parents are military brats and they were still saying, go to college. They were like, you know, you could join the military, but you should go to school. And yeah. you know, that, that's what they were all, that was the conversation. You know, you graduate, you go to a good school, you get a degree, you know, then you go to work, like, or yeah. for some instances, you know, get a good government job. Like that, that, that's another narrative. Like, and I was like, it's people in the government that are miserable, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> or, I was like, but, and it's not easy to get in the government. I was like, y'all said that, like, it was an easy thing to just apply and get in there. But I was like, people, some people have been applying for years and still aren't in there. I know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's yeah. So yeah. We, have, we have a different mindset and toolbox than our parents did. 
Yes, nowadays. And yeah. and I and I love how you just like because it the blog and the um your business, your blog grew into the business that it is now. You were just being a mom in general, you didn't let that stop you. So Thank you. My I guess there was a lot to juggle, and some clearly this year, who this year is dragging me. <laughs> it's like twenty twenty three or the twenty twenty three, and not in a bad way. You know, it's just it's a lot. It's like everything is coming from all directions because it's his senior year. Yeah, and I don't, I didn't think it was gonna. I was like, maybe it didn't feel chaotic to me as a child because again, I wasn't the parent. I was the student going. So I was just like, for me, I was like, wow, there's a lot happening. And he he's even said that he's just a lot going on. They're more aware than we were. They are. They're very, he's very laid back, but he's very, he's like, this is a lot. <laughs> Hello, DJ. Like, yeah, he's like, this is a lot. I was like, it is. It, it, it's a whole lot. You're right. So. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to prepare you for the next transition. But I think, you know, once you get into that transition and, and settle into it, then it kind of, goes back down life is just full of up and downs um but saying all of that like you're still able to like respond to your business needs and and its growth and you're doing it so I have to commend you for that thank you thank you I was like I am I am trying and I I'm enjoying it like and so when I tell people like it's dragging me it's not a bad thing it's just very busy I was like so when I'm I'm in very intentional about sitting down sometimes people like are you gonna make it no right (laughs) I don't blame you no like just yesterday like DJ you know Saturdays are game days but like I was up for 24 hours straight and really don't know how I was at his game yelling at the top of my lungs because I had not been asleep (laughs) since the day before like I was just like how am I still awake and by the end of the night like I was like and you know my husband was like he's like it's because you're delirious <laughs> like that's why you're still awake and like so as soon as I was able to lay down he's like he said you did not move I said that tracks I was like, I'm tired. that is so funny um yeah but so it sounds like you're able to juggle like mom life your career and then your passions because you have chosen something that you're genuinely passionate about right and so it's easy for you to like wake up and do it because you're happy to 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 do it and it's just like it's it's it doesn't feel like a drag or something that's pulling yeah that makes sense yeah like it it has to be something into that degree like in your work may not be something you enjoy but anything you intentionally pursue outside of that should be something you enjoy yes it literally makes no sense if you're not it's like you're true this is a choice right you're supposed to enjoy your choices I mean you know like and sometimes like clearly I know some people working out is a choice and they still hate it yeah (laughs) but but you're never upset with yourself after afterwards you're never like so choosing to pursue a passion or the side business or a new hobby you should be enjoying that that's something you're supposed to enjoy I agree yeah so and just um speaking about the like finding something that you're passionate and genuine about how did you um like what inspired you to continue like adding more to your plate I would say um to like found the flash tech summit uh so I I don't want to say I got inspired like it it bothers me it still bothers me because clearly there um is a lack of diversity in yes so working there it, I was just like there's I would go to conferences and things and being one of me you know yeah. woman in the room or one of you know three or five and those are there's hundreds of people here and there's five or six of us here yeah or I'm standing and talking to um a guy and he's looking at me he's like oh what what do you do 
we're at a specific conference for technology. I do the same thing you do. Like, so I was like, okay. And the people like, oh, we can't find the talent. I was like, that's a lie, but okay. So I was like, I said, how do I, cause I didn't get exposed to, you know, IT and computers until I graduated high school. Wow. So, so I kind of fell into tech. Uh, I didn't have any idea that's what I wanted to do when I graduated. My kid is leaps and bounds ahead of me. He knows what he wants to major in and all that. I had no idea. None. I felt, <laughs> I feel terrible. Listen, um, you made it work. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was like, okay, I was like, how do I get this in front of kids younger? And then as a single mom, so I was like, I said, I want to expose kids. So I, I took like the course idea to a rec center. And she was like, I was like, do you have, have classes like this I could teach? And they were like, no, we don't have one. I was like, what if I helped you create one? And she was like, sure, make a syllabus. That's the thing. Rec centers are always looking for classes. They really are. Um, That's good to know. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. To get people in there. If you bring them a syllabus, they will help. In PG County in particular, I don't know about other counties. They'll yeah. give you what you need to run your class. Like I had, they bought the software I needed. Like they were like, what do you wow. need? Yeah, they're really good about that. So they're always looking for people to bring classes to them because of course they want people in their centers using mm-hmm. the facilities. Yeah. And so I taught a couple classes using like, you know, scratch and things like that. And I was like, this is fun, but I was like, I want to do something more. And I approached her with the idea about the summit. But as a single mom, I told her I was like, it needs to be free. She's like free. I was like, yeah. I was like, people can't afford to, it was like, especially if they have more than one kid. I was like, oh, having so extra touching every activity costs something i was like it gets 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 your pockets get thin i was like what if these moms have two or three kids i only have one and i'm still like he wants to sign up for all it it's it costs eventually as it adds up so i I don't want this to be a barrier because that's the very issue a lot of people run into with you know getting into tech it's a a resource barrier they can't get to the the tools or the the classes you have to pay for i was like i don't want this to be a barrier for kids i want it to be free i was Mm -hmm. like it should be fun i was like it should be free i was like it'll still get people in here i was like and especially with technology sometimes kids are exposed to it their parents want it for them and i was like like, you should let them try it but don't want it for them if they don't enjoy it don't make them go right i had kids in my classes like that their parents were making them go because they're like oh they can learn coding they don't like it though at all i was like so now they're in here for an hour and a half with me miserable (laughs) and they don't want to be here so i was like it needs to be free and she's like okay (laughs) okay She's like free. I was like, yeah. So I was like, I said, even if they, you know, it was like they come to this, it's like they may sign up for a class for one of your summer camps because they attended this. Mm-hmm. I was like, they've seen your facility. I was like, but and they know their children have a genuine interest in this stuff now, too. I was like, without them having to spend extra money. But I was like, as a single mom, I was big on I was like, it needs to be free. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I don't want that as another barrier for people to not be exposed to technology because they can't afford it. I was like, or they can't afford to sign their kid up. Again, and I've seen parents sign up, you know, multiple kids for the summit. I was like, see, they got three kids in here. Wow. I was like, that's, I mean, again, it's not saying that it would have been crazy expensive. I was like, but if, even if we had tickets at $20, $60 for three kids. Yeah. I was yeah. like, that adds up. I was like, so let's do something like this. So that, and it's still going to be free. I don't care how big it gets. It gets I was like, it's gets. going to be free. So, and luckily people that I've worked with, they're, they're totally okay with it. Um, that is so beautiful. That, that is a amazing like community experience that you can even organize and provide. And like, I love that you're so passionate about it being free, because and that comes, I guess, from the from your heart, from the single mom heart, because it's so like everything adds up. Everything costs. I was like, every time I turn around, even now, I was like, I'm not a single mom. Every time I turn around, there is something Everything. to pay for. Yeah. I'm like, what are we? He was like, yeah, we're about to start traveling. What are we paying for now? Oh my gosh. 
God, <laughs> stop. So I was like, this is something that should be fun. It should be free. It's always going to be free, but I'm very excited because of course it's, it's planning season for that. The summit yes, is right now. It's April 15th. So I was like, I hope to have registration live before the end of this month. Okay. Um, or at the, at latest, the very first week of March. Okay. I'm just trying to work out a few more little, you know, marketing, those kind of things. I like to have those things done before I announce all the other stuff. Cause then it's just going to roll and then it's going to be a blur <laughs> and then I'm going to be lost in the planning. So I want to get a few more little things behind the scenes tightened up and then I'll open it. But that's amazing. And you have a whole team that you created that like came to you and like, I don't <laughs> No. You no, don't so majority. Wow. <laughs> I thought because I was on the website and it looks like, you know, you have like, there were people on there, but you, so I, guess, I, so I enlist different people every year. I actually need to update it. See, you see, how oh. like my life <laughs> I need to take, those are the people from last year. Now, um, okay. one person does come back every single year. Um, my moderator, Sharnika, okay. she believed she was there from the very first year. She believed in what it was from the first time I even mentioned it. And it was just like, 40 kids and she was like I want to help and I want to she's amazing I love her heart for people and and service and I just love her in the tech space so she's been there she'll be back but I always get different workshop facilitators actually I may have one of them come back one of them definitely couldn't make it this year and he's sick about it he was like I'm gonna be out of town I was like he's like my daughter will be there though as an attendee but (laughs) he can't teach I was like it's okay he's like he's like you know I'm upset about this I was like it's okay I was like, life is, you know, life is happening. I was like, it's, so no, I, but I do end up with an amazing array of people every single year. And this year, lots of people have reached out to volunteers. So I'm definitely got volunteers. So I have a a team to help the day of, but generally the planning all stuff, that's usually all that falls on you. And they were wow. like, like, they were like, you like a challenge, don't you? I was like, no, I, would, it's just, I don't like asking people for help. And I'm not clear on what I need help with. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's my issue. I was like, I can't ask you for help. And you're like, what do you need help with? I don't know. So what, what year is the flat is, is this for the flash? This is the I'm... fifth year. Wow. Okay. Uh, and it's back in person. I'm so excited about it being back in person. Virtual was cool for two years. We were able to get it done. The kids were engaged, but I was like, I love to see people's faces, especially with kids. It's easier to one, it's easier to get them to stop talking or being distracted when yes. they're in person. But I was like, it's just, it's something about connecting with kids. We're like, it's always so much fun. It is definitely a long day, but it's so much fun. And I think the kids are, they're more engaged when they're in person. Yeah. When it's I agree. Especially when it's something to do with like IT and you, it's, it's like, hand, like, I think IT is hands-on. It is. It, it, or hands-on or visually being able to, like I said, they get enough of computers at school. Yeah. Or doing, I was like, I said, they need to be getting up and moving around and, that helps like moving like we go to conferences you know it's like if someone is sitting and you're sitting in the same position for hours I don't care what conference you're you're gonna be like oh my gosh I'm I'm tired yeah I need to move I was like I said so imagine it was like it's worse for kids (laughs) they're they're just gonna move they're like yeah all right um what's this over here what are we doing so yeah and the panel is gonna be different um I have that almost locked in that's my favorite part now it didn't I didn't start with the panel the first year. I brought it in the second year and I love it because it's so organic. Like, of course we have questions that we ask the people mm-hmm. that come in to speak, but then the kids get to come up and ask questions. And that is always my favorite part. Cause I don't know what they're going to ask. That is so <laughs> Neither cute. do the panelists, <laughs> but it's always really engaging to see them like 
take from the conversation and then form their own questions. Yeah, I love that. I love that, especially as like at this young age, you know, like I never had any type of experience, like opportunities to attend something like this when I was growing up. So that's, that's really cool. Uh, thank you so much for everything that all of the tidbits that you have already um, talked about. And um, is there any like final words or one main takeaway that you want to um, say to any mom that's pursuing her passions today? Um, mm, do it and don't worry about what it looks like. Like it doesn't have to look like the the straight line that the person next to you used to pursue it. Like your journey is going to look different. So even if you're only able to dedicate 10 minutes a night to that thing, do it anyway. Um, next, next week, it'll be 20. Like whatever time you have to dedicate it, if you really want to do it, it doesn't have to be, oh, I didn't have the full hour to do it today. So I'm not going to do it at all. Mm-mm. Nope. Don't do that. And, and th- it's funny that you said that I was listening to something that said, um, the more that you show up for yourself, that helps create like self-trust with mm-hmm. yourself. So yeah. every time you say that you're going to, for she gave an example, she said, don't be that person that says, oh, I'm, I'm going to go out today, but I'm not going to drink. I can't drink. I'm not drinking anymore. But then you go out to drink, you know, you go out and then you still start drinking and it's just like, but you, you know, honor the promises you make. Honor, exactly. Yeah. Honor you your to. word and just show up for yourself. Um, you're not there's you can't go wrong showing up for you You I agree like so whatever it is do it and a lot of we all of us I'm guilty of I'm uh, getting caught up in what it looks like or like you said I didn't have that full hour day uh I said I was going to study for two hours because that is currently my life it's like oh I didn't study for but you studied for five minutes or you have an extra 20 minutes where you're you know before you go to bed yeah do that like little little dedications to yourself honor the promises you made to yourself honor honor those things especially as a mom we're busy we're tired you know we might put our kid down I know for me I put my kid down to sleep around 8 30 9 o'clock but he'll be up at like 11 12 wondering why I'm still up and it's just like boy go back to sleep like why are you but you're still awake right and so you know I could have been in the middle of a project or like trying to to write something and then that now I have to help you go back to sleep because in and then I don't get to finish what I was doing. So, right. but at least I'm able to like say that, okay, that night I, I did 10 minutes. Well, I'll say you did, but you, you worked on it. You didn't right. just say, you know what, never mind. I'm not doing it at all. You worked on it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. That I, I love that tip. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you, Adrian. This um, is a good this- conversation. I really appreciate you wanting to sit down and talk to me. Like, I was like, wow. <laughs> Well, I, like I said, I told you, I'm like, I'm, I'm, this has been on my heart for a couple of months and I'm just like, you know what, I'm just stop. I'm going to stop thinking about it. I'm going to stop trying to be perfect. Never done a podcast, never done any type of um, interviews or host or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to see what it does, what I do, how it turns out. Um, I, my, my goal is just to be helpful. And I think that every conversation that I've had so far, with the five moms that I chose has been like super, super helpful. Like every conversation has had, I've been able to walk away and be like, wow, that, that really helped me. So that's good. Yeah. So, I mean, your tip was do it. Don't worry about being perfect. And literally I'm I'm walking in that same 
in that same um, path. So we'll see how it goes. It's going to go great. <laughs> it's going to go great. Yeah. Thank you so much, Adrian. Thank you. I hope you can leave this talk motivated to pursue your interests. There were a lot of good tips in this conversation on how to advance in your career. My top favorite tip I want you to walk away with is to just start on that thing that tugs at your heart daily. Don't wait for perfection. Love y'all and thank you so much for listening.